episode 157 of the Marvel Studios News Podcast. My name is Sean Gerber, joined by a special guest for this episode, Sabina Graves, whom I used to work with over on Superhero News, but now she's here for the very first time on an episode of Marvel Studios News. And she's here for a reason, because she loves Marvel, she loves Disney, she loves theme parks, and this is a topic that includes or covers all of those things. We're going to talk about Avengers Campus. Sabina, welcome to the show. Woo, yay. I'm so excited, Sean. I've always wanted to talk theme parks and Avengers Campus with you, so this is the perfect moment. It really is, and it's good to be talking nerdy things with you again. It's been a while since we had a chance to do that over on Superhero News, so I'm glad we're back together for this. And it's a terrific reason because we woke up, or most of us woke up too, or maybe you were already up for a while, depending on your time zone, but some really exciting news that Avengers Campus will open in Disney California Adventure in Anaheim on July 18th. We knew it was going to be summer of this year. Now we know the exact date. It's July 18th, which means effective July 18th. Here's a special breaking news announcement from Marvel Studios News. I am moving from L.A. to Orange County to Anaheim to Disney California Adventure effective (laughs) July 18th. I will be establishing a permanent residence inside Avengers Campus. Now, I don't know if any student... You'll be right across the street from me. I don't know if any student housing or dormitories will be offered for Avengers Campus, but that's okay. No one has to make a fuss. I will make my own arrangements in order to live inside of Avengers Campus, or I will practically live inside of Avengers Campus, because I'm pretty sure, Sabina, that I'm just always going to be there starting July 18th, or as much as I can be. Please, please join me at the uh, house I live in over at New Orleans Square. They're always accepting more people. It's kind of chilly and ghostly there, but you should definitely live with us at the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, if I, I mean, <laughs> if they won't allow me to live inside Avengers Campus, then I will settle for something right next door. Uh, but yeah, I was so excited about this news today, and I've just been waiting on this announcement ever since they told us or they confirmed that Avengers Campus was going to be summer 2020. It's like, okay, but when? Summer's a long time. It's a long mm-hmm. season, particularly at the parks. So I really want to know when exactly we're going to be able to go to Avengers Campus. And I love that it's actually going to be, what, roughly a week, a little less than that before Comic-Con. So we get Mm -hmm. to go hang out at Avengers Campus, go down to San Diego, or maybe let's just do the Hall H panel inside Avengers Campus. We don't have to go down to San Diego. If Marvel wants to do that, I'm totally up for it. Um, And if that does actually happen, remember you heard it here first, even though I was only only just saying anything. I have to know before we... Yeah. Did you get your pass? Do you have your pass? Oh, yeah, I have a pass, but we don't have I I don't know. I mean, I have my annual pass so I can go whenever, but I don't think they've they haven't started any reservation system or anything for Avengers Campus yet. Right. I haven't seen any of that today. And the only reason I I bring that up in case for those of you who might not know is for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge last year. That was how it started. When Galaxy's Edge opened up for the first few weeks, it was reservation only or the better part of the first month. It was reservation only. I don't know if that will happen again for Avengers Campus or not. I didn't see that being any part of any of the announcements or news that I saw today. Did you? No, I didn't. Um, I just know that there's going to be fast passes available for it, but it's not yet confirmed for opening. Well, we'll have to see as we get closer to it. I, I know more things are going to be announced, but we had a, we got a lot of information today on Avengers Campus. And so that's what we're going to do on this podcast. And we are going to break it down. We're going to talk about attractions first, and then we're going to talk about the characters that you can meet and see inside Avengers Campus. Then we're going to talk about food, because there's a lot of food. 
And then we're going to talk about the merch that you can spend the rest of your money on, whatever money you may have left after eating all that food. And drinking all the drinks. And drinking all the drinks. Uh, if you can find your way into a couple of the stores they have inside Avengers Campus, you will be able to purchase lots and lots of merch. So we are going to cover all of that. Let's start with, well, let's start with the, the basics of Avengers Campus for anyone who might not know. So this is a Marvel-themed land that will open up inside of Disney California Adventure. That's in Anaheim, right across from Disneyland. I think most of you listening to this probably know that already, but just in case you don't, there it is. And so this is opening up on July 18th. It is not canon with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is actually part of the canon story in Star Wars. That's not the case for Avengers Campus because they don't want to be tied into any specific time period within the MCU. They did say, though, if you want to work it around that Avengers Campus is part of the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, because that's a thing in Marvel movies now, maybe it could be part of that. So it could still <laughs> be canon adjacent, even if it's not official canon. But let's talk about the attractions. There are three main attractions inside Avengers Campus. One of them has already been open since 2017. That's Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. A second one is the big e-ticket attraction. We're going to talk about that in just a bit because it's not going to be open when Avengers Campus is open right. in July of this year. That's going to follow much later, probably mm -hmm. at least a year later, maybe longer than that. So let's talk about the one that the brand new attraction that will be open in Avengers Campus on July 18th, and that is Web Slingers, ah! a Spider-Man adventure featuring Spider-Man Spider as voiced by Tom Holland. That's like the best news that I think you could hope for. Oh, yes. I remember back when uh, the, the Spider-Man fiasco happened with Tom Holland earlier last year, you and I were like, what about the theme park? What's going to happen right. to the ride? Uh, so it, he's, he's going to be in it. He's going to be voicing Spider-Man while we shoot webs digitally from our wrists. Mm -hmm. I'm so stoked. Yeah, the mechanics of the ride, well, the premise of the ride is there's this web, this web engineer brigade, and so that's where web is coming from, W-E-B. That's an acronym, not just uh, for web slinging. But anyway, it's this uh, facility that take, that's built, or the Worldwide Engineering Brigade is built within this old uh, Howard Stark automotive factory or automotive company. And so it's filled with young innovators, including Peter Parker, young innovators and inventors, inventors including Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, but also other characters, nine-year-old Lunella Lafayette, a.k.a. Moon Girl, Harley Keener, remember Harley from Iron Man 3, a lot of you forgot about him when he was at Tony's funeral in <laughs> Avengers Endgame, so start remembering him, and Doreen Green, a.k.a. Squirrel Girl. They are inventors who are going to spend time toying around with Wakandan vibranium, pin particles, and arc reactors, and that's when the trouble starts because they're going to create these little spider bots and then one of them is going to run amok and start replicating. They're going to get out of control. And that's where it's going to be your job. And, and the actual ride itself, eight people will go at a time. And so you will have to use, you will have to thwip your way out of trouble. That's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to spin webs to corral, to contain these spider bots. But there's going to be other things that you actually get to do. You can trigger conveyor belts, you can pull doors off of shipping containers, you can trigger explosions, and then you got to pay attention to the spider bots because they're going to be different colors with different point values. And that's worth paying attention to because if you want to compete, if you want to win, if you want to be the best Spider-Man that you can be, 
That's going to be measured in terms of a score similar to Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters oh, yeah. or Toy Story Midway Mania. They will be keeping score inside Web, uh, Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. But all of this j- just sounds super fun. And also the best part about it is the way they have this new uh, reflex, this system that or this gesture recognition system. I love the way you don't actually have to hold anything or wear anything. You're going to wear 3D glasses for the attraction so you can see the video screens and everything, but you don't actually have to hold anything. It's just you're doing exactly what Spider-Man would do. You're just you're just gesturing to spin a web. I think that's the coolest part. Definitely. I'm a big fan of Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. I, for the longest time, withheld from my husband that different shapes meant different points. <laughs> um, that's how I... I kick his butt at that, even though he kicks my butt at Midway Mania. Um, Yeah, no, this is going to be cool because it has like a very similar system where different colors on this will mean different point systems or just like, I think um, I actually I have the cheat codes up. I'm just going to share them. So bright red means bonus bonus points. Blue means about to self-replicate even more points. Green is unstable explosive energy. So that's like even more points. And wow. gold is like a, a shielding that's like a heat shielding. And that is, I guess, like their biggest like point system, like power you can unlock while you're playing. That's awesome. Good to have those tips. So hopefully you're taking notes on this podcast, but don't worry. It's recorded. That's yes. how you're listening to it now. <laughs> so you can go back and listen to all this and get all the information you need. And I would prefer you share the podcast, but I'll understand if you don't because you want to do better than anybody you go to the park with. I can't really hold that against you because I would probably do the same thing if I were in your position. But anyway, all of this sounds so fun, so immersive. And the way I I can't wait to see how it actually looks, though, because, I mean, it sounds cool, but then you actually have to see it. So it's going to as you do these gestures it's going to render a virtual web that's coming right out of your hand. So you're not holding on to anything. And this gesture recognition system, it sounds pretty complicated, even more complicated than to me anyway. And, and maybe it's not because I'm not in charge of making this stuff. So it doesn't matter how complicated I really think it is. But this actually sounds even more complex than Avengers Damage Control. Because Avengers Damage Control, I mean, they can work off of the helmet and the vest. You're still just right. doing gestures there, but you're wearing so much gear. It doesn't sound like you're wearing a lot of gear with this one other than the 3D glasses. So it's interesting to see how that gesture recognition system is going to work because it's supposed to be tracking your hands, your arms, your wrists, your elbows, your head, and your eyes all at the same time to calculate exactly where you're aiming. But I could also see where this might be the trick to the ride is if you you may have to discover where the aim might be just a little bit off and recalibrate yourself just a bit in order to uh, work on the aim. But I, I'm really, really fascinated to see exactly what this is going to be. It sounds amazing, no pun intended, but I can't wait to see how it actually works in, uh, in practice. I'm wondering how we're going to be able to bring on little spider bots, because I see a lot of pictures where we see them in the ride, but then we also get them or buy them. So it's like the droids, right, from Star Wars right. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you'll actually get to do anything with a spider bot inside the attraction if you buy one, but we're going to tell you all about the spider bots when we get to merch. There's a lot to talk about with those spider bots because there's options and who doesn't love options. Um, So there's one more attraction that's not going to be open. So this Spider-Man attraction or Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure, that's going to be open right away with Avengers Campus on July 18th. 
So you can expect that once you have the longest line. Maybe that means though that the lines might be just a bit shorter than normal on Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Probably not, but here's hoping anyway. <laughs> so the third attraction, which we don't have a date for yet. I don't know. I don't even know approximately when this is coming out. I've heard anything from 2022 to, or 2021 to 2022 to 2023. Yeah. I don't know where it's at right now. And Marvel still doesn't really have any additional details on it. And Disney doesn't have any additional details on it other than what we learned about it. At D23. During D, yeah. D23 Expo last year. And we know that the story of this attraction is that it will involve us flying on a Quinjet to team up with Black Panther and other, advent and other Avengers for adventures to Wakanda and beyond. It's supposed to have an entirely new ride system, but the ride hasn't been built yet, so details are, of course, scarce at this point. But once it's finished, then we'll be able to get on the Quinjet and we'll go off on our Avengers adventure. And there's actually going to be this big, there's concept art of it that was released a long time ago, back at D23, and it's been shared again with all the articles about Avengers Campus today. But you'll, you'll know where this attraction is. You won't be able to miss it. It'll be the Avengers headquarters building with the big Quinjet on mm -hmm. top of it. So once it's open, you will know. And at least, I, I mean, I'll be happy enough. I can't wait to actually ride the attraction, and I hope it's amazing, like Rise of the Resistance. I hope it's that level, if not better. Yes. But it will also be cool to just walk around and look up top and say, hey, there's a Quinjet. I mean, I think that's <laughs> awesome. No, definitely. I, I really liked how at the um, Avengers Damage Control, we got like a very small taste of what an adventure that we can go on with them will feel like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've talked about this on and off, like, you know, f with some of the things that were said at D23 Expo, it's kind of led us to wonder if it will be not just similar to like Rise of the Resistance, but also Star Tours to where like we're, we're being promised that we will see different battles with them and if mm -hmm. it'll be like star tours where each time we get on it'll take us to a different point in time it would be great if there were different scenarios that you could get going through the, the attraction multiple times but i feel like a lot of that stuff i mean even rise of the resistance and i would imagine this avengers e-ticket ride is kind of the same way is that when i the first time i went inside rise of the resistance which wasn't that long ago i was taking some notes and thinking you know this is perfect the way that it is i absolutely love it but it also feels like the thing they could reskin mm -hmm. fairly quickly um if they wanted to do special versions of it like if they wanted to do an original trilogy version of rise of the resistance they totally could and i feel like that's maybe something that they have in mind for these attractions is making it easy for them to freshen them up i mean it's it's probably going to be the same thing for a while after it first opens but just based on what we're seeing or based on the way it's talking about going to Wakanda and teaming up with Black Panther and the other Avengers. And Captain Marvel was really at the center of the big concept art that they showed of this attraction mm -hmm. at D23. So it definitely feels new generation Avengers, not so much original six. But that, that's kind of a perfect fit and perfect timing right now because the original six are on their way out and we know these other Avengers are coming in and they're already wildly popular. Just look at the box office. So I think it's really cool uh, to have all of this. And if I'm in the middle of a fight with Black Panther and Captain Marvel and whoever the hell it is we're supposed to be fighting, I know I'm going to be having just the absolute best time. Because like you said, I mean, Avengers Damage Control was an unbelievable experience. I really love going and doing that. And it's so much fun and so immersive. 
but you're still having to mostly walk through it. You do get to fly a shuttle at one point, pilot, <laughs> and that's not bad. But at the same time, it can't move you right. the way that this is going to be able to move you. So I do feel like this will be much more action heavy. And I, I just, I can't wait to know more about it. I don't know how long it's going to be before it's open or when we're going to get more details. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to it. But there's more than enough to be excited about with Avengers Campus once it opens. And so we've been talking about how uh, we've been talking about attractions. But another huge part of going to the parks is being able to see and meet some of your favorite characters. And there are going to be a lot of them inside Avengers Campus. Some of these characters you can already find in Disney California Adventure. Some of them will be making their debut as Avengers Campus gets ready to open. So the Guardians of the Galaxy, they've been around since Mission Breakout. Spider-Man's been there for a little while. Captain Marvel debuted last year. And uh, Black Panther and Okoye and the Dora Milaje, they debuted a couple of years ago with that film. Thor's been around for a while. Captain America's been around for a while. But we are going to have some characters making their Disney Parks debut or their Disney California Adventure uh, debut. Ant-Man and the Wasp are going to be there. And Iron Man, for the first time ever, is going to be at Disney California Adventure inside Avengers Campus. And speaking of these character designs... Real quick shout out to Marvel Studios head of visual development, Ryan Minerding, who designed Spider-Man's exclusive suit for Avengers Campus, as well as Andy Park, who helped with the art direction for the Ant-Man and the Wasp costumes, as well as Captain Marvel, and also Rodney Fuentebella, who designed the Spider-Bots for the Web Slingers attraction. So the Marvel Studios visual development team, the same team that helps build the visual foundation for the Marvel Studios movies that we love so much. They were part of this process of developing Avengers Campus and what we're going to see inside the park. And I think that's another awesome little inclusion. Definitely. And isn't Iron Man suit also going to be like a park's like exclusive look as well? It is. It is. It's going to be a suit that we have never seen in the MCU because <laughs> it's going to be the Mark 80. Yes. And if you remember, if you remember the MCU, we skipped from basically pretty much Mark 50 to Mark 85. So we have not seen the Mark 80 suit. We can only see it out of focus in the form of a Funko Pop right now, so we still (laughs) don't have a a great look at it, but I'm sure it's going to be incredible. I'm sure it's going to look fantastic. I mean, I I don't think it's going to be a cheap-looking suit. I think it's going to be, I mean, probably not real armor, but very real-looking armor for uh, whoever's walking around in that uh, that suit. I cannot wait to get a look at that, but I'm, I'm actually glad that yeah, there's the Marvel fan in me is just show me everything. I can't wait to see it. But there's also parts like I kind of like holding some stuff back because it's still four months before Avengers Campus opens. They don't have to literally show us everything today because I think Captain Marvel's going to have a new costume as well, which they didn't show in any of the photos from today, or at least that's been the scuttlebutt from people who supposedly saw them filming an ad for Avengers Campus with Captain Marvel that had more of the mask and the mohawk look. So Captain Marvel might be getting a new... That's not confirmed yet, but Captain Marvel might be getting a new look inside Avengers Campus as well. Uh, But yeah, it's going to be really awesome to be able to check out those characters. Um, Black Widow, of course, will be there as well. I'm not sure if I mentioned that earlier. Um, But there's going to be... It's also important to note what these characters are going to be doing. Yes. They'll be walking around for meet and greets, so you'll just see characters. Might be They'll be at regular photo ops and things like that for you to get your picture taken with them. But they are going to be in action. Captain America is going to be taking various tours of duty on foot and on an Avengers ground vehicle. Uh, General Okoye and the Dora Milaje will be running training sessions for recruits. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, of course, will be around. Loki is going to be there. 
but we don't know if this version of Loki is going to be friend or foe inside the park, but we do know the main villain right now in Avengers Campus is going to be Taskmaster, who's about to debut in the MCU in Black Widow on May 1st, and Taskmaster is actually going to be in action. We are going to see epic battles on the roof of Avengers headquarters between Taskmaster, Black Widow, and other Avengers, and Taskmaster is going to be showing off those photographic reflexes that allow the character to replicate other superheroes, other superheroes' moves. And Taskmaster, I mean, it's a great costume. It's a great-looking character. And I love that it's not just a photo op, that we're actually going to see these characters in action battling each other. Yes. That's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, this makes me think of how in Galaxy's Edge, you're able to participate in sort of like skirmishes and interactions with Rey and the stormtroopers and kind of like help, you know, the rebels, uh, sorry, the re- the resistance. I still conflate both. I'm like rebels, resistance, they can't, they're synonyms. Um, yeah, like I think it'd be amazing to, you know, be going around like the campus and participating in not just training, but like being a part of those battles in some way to kind of defend and protect everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be so much fun to just be kind of caught up in the middle of that. And I could I could see like Captain America as he's walking around Avengers campus warning us about Taskmaster, about some imminent threat or be on the lookout for this guy. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it escalates to the Avengers battling Taskmaster. And I think that's just going to be a lot of fun. And it also feels like the kind of thing, again, if we're looking at uh, if we're looking forward on this, and I know I'm already getting ahead of thinking of years down the line, but as villains change in the MCU, they could always change the storyline inside Avengers Campus. And part of the reason they're able to do that is it's not canon. It's not at a fixed point in time in the MCU storyline. So it can evolve as the MCU does as well. So I think that's a lot of fun, but I'll be happy enough just to start with Taskmaster. We also got to talk about Spider-Man because you're not just going to be posing for pictures with Spider-Man. If you look up, you're going to see Spider-Man being launched and doing flips and slinging webs and everything that he normally does through the New York skyline. He's going to be doing that over Avengers Campus, about 60 feet in the air. And you've already had a look at this, whether you know it or not, or you may have already had a look at this. Now, I think it was a few weeks ago, they released a video of Spider-Man on the various social media channels for the parks. So you can get a have a taste of what this looks like. But also, if you watch the Imagineering story of Disney Plus, you saw the stripped down version of it, not inside a Spider-Man costume. They really tried to get away with being like, oh, we're just testing something. We're like, that's Spider-Man. We know. (laughs) Yeah. What else could it be? And uh, but yeah, I can't wait. I mean, there's just going to be something about that that is just going to be so magical to look up and there's Spider-Man like swinging and flipping overhead. Like that's just... Pun not intended, but not avoided either. That's just amazing. That's spectacular. Like I can't. That's a dream come true visual. I think for any Marvel fan, any superhero fan, to look up and be like, "That's sixty feet in the air." That's Spider Man. I mean, I, I don't know how you could. Uh, I don't know how you could not love and appreciate that. No, definitely. I mean, without the suit, it looked really scary and like Westworld yeah. was coming. But you put that suit on him. Let's go. Let's let's start the yeah. animatronic uprising with Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if he takes over the world, it's like, all right, I can adjust. If, uh, <laughs> if Spider-Man is going to be in charge, that's fine. I, I can deal with it. Another character that will be featured quite prominently in Avengers Campus is Doctor Strange. 
He's going to have his own section of Avengers Campus. It's going to be the ruins of an ancient sanctum. It's not the Sanctum Sanctorum in New York. It's not the Hong Kong Sanctum or the London one, which I guess that was destroyed in the first Doctor Strange movie. Don't know if it's been rebuilt by now in the MCU, but this is an ancient sanctum. It's or the ruins of that sanctum. And Doctor Strange is going to be showing any willing recruits illusions and sorcery and mysterious relics. And what's also going to be great about this is you better make sure you see it twice. You need to see it once during the day and once at night because this area is going to be surrounded by 40 trees that are going to be transplanted into the, into the park. And that's going to help transform the, transform the sanctum into an overgrown mystical garden. And at night... The sanctums, uh, the the sanctums trees and the ruins are going to pulse with glowing lights and energy effects. So I think nighttime oh. is going to be the more exciting time Listen. to visit the ancient ruins of the sanctum. Yes, but I still think if you want to get a good, clear look around, it's also worth visiting Doctor Strange in the daytime. No, definitely. I mean, the nighttime is giving off some Pandora World of Avatar vibes, mm-hmm. and that land is so incredible to see at night because it just takes on a whole new life. It glows. The ground is glowing. You glow. Um, And it definitely makes you feel like you're in another realm. And I can see how that's going to just fully bring you into the sanctum that we're going to be training at. Like, ah, it looks so good. It really does. It really does. So that's all the characters. So you've heard about the attractions. You've heard about the uh, you've heard about the characters that you're going to meet and greet and take photos with inside Avengers Campus. Next, we're going to talk about food. And so talking about food in Avengers Campus, there's a lot to eat. I am already full in just looking at the pictures of everything and reading about it. I don't know that there's anything we heard about today that I don't at least want to try. Um, let's start small in terms of the, the size of the facility. So there is going to be a shawarma cart, uh, the shawarma palace, where yes. you can get a chicken or falafel. You get chi- There's two options, chicken or falafel wrapped in a warm pita. This, of course, playing off of uh, the shawarma meal from Avengers, the infamous post credit scene. I'm so happy that this is there. I don't even care if the shawarma is actually any good inside Avengers Campus. I hope that it is, but either way, I think everybody's going to be doing their best to grab a bunch of shawarma, go sit around a table, and do their best job of, of mimicking the event, the original six in that shot from the, oh, yeah. from the first Avengers movie. Disney bounding is going to go crazy. <laughs> I'm definitely going to regrow out my beard because I recently shaved and then put makeup over the beard so I can be the Chris Evans having to hold <laughs> to hide my beard uh, with my shawarma. I think that's going to be my look inside Avengers Campus. But where most of the food is going to be found is the Pim Test Kitchen. And we heard about we heard a little bit about this at Avengers Campus. We saw some cool, fun little displays with some of the props that helped us imagine some of the food. And so I'm just going to go through this item by item, and we'll just talk about each one and, and how desperate we are to try it. But the first one is the Quantum Pretzel. It's a 396-gram Bavarian-style pretzel served with mustard and beer cheese for dipping sauce. This is a gigantic pretzel, but I totally want it. And it even comes <laughs> with one of those little quantum discs that you can use to uh, enlarge so things. Cute. Like it's just, it looks amazing. I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to try it. Is this one uh, is this high on your list? So uh, I'm actually a gluten free person. Well, there you go. So I, guess not. I can't. I mean, 
Disney usually is really good about having gluten-free options. Um, so around the park, they do have like gluten-free buns and gluten-free hamburger buns. I have my fingers crossed that they will also have that sort of option, especially for the shawarma cart. Cause I will, I will break gluten to have that shawarma. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to, uh, but also like it, my sensitivity is more of a sensitivity than an allergy. Uh, so mm. I, I can nibble off of somebody's giant pretzel, Sean. So watch out. I will steal your, I will steal your beer cheese and the pretzel pieces. That's totally fair. I mean, I don't know if anybody can eat that entire Bavarian pretzel, but if you can, well done. Well done. Uh, the next item that we want to talk about is the Impossible Spoonful, and this is uh, impossible plant-based meatballs and pasta, and it's a mix of extra large and extra tiny sizes of these things, and it's all <laughs> served in a gigantic spoon. This just looks great, and I've actually tried some of the Impossible uh, burger that they've had, at, they've had, they have different incarnations of it at Food and Wine right now inside Disney California Adventure. I tried the Impossible Cheeseburger Mac and Cheese, and that was good. I also tried the uh, Little Petite Impossible Cheeseburger at Avocado Time with uh, guacamole and jack cheese and tomato. That was really good. So uh, before, I mean, I've been pretty suspicious of Impossible Burgers because I just really love burgers the way they are. But uh, even though I was skeptical, once I actually tried that at Food and Wine, like this is actually really good. And so I'm totally up for these impossible meatballs. Yeah, that, they're so adorable. I'm actually not sure if I can have it. it. It's been one of those things where I'm like, I think there's gluten in it. And I'm not sure if I want to try it <laughs> because, you know, I have to like be very selective on which ones I eat. But I would definitely pose for pictures with whoever orders it because the, oh, the sure. giant spoon is just adorable. But is the spoon like a souvenir? Like, can I keep it? Because like, I really want right. the giant spoon. Yeah. And there's also like, all these little plates and trays have like a little Pim Test Kitchen logo on it. It's like, you know, I'm going to want that. Like, Th just They have to make it. Um, I need a Pim Test Kitchen like dinette set. Like I just, I, it's just going to be a thing I have to have. Please sell it to me so I don't have to consider other options. They need to actually just start selling it because I mean, as we saw with, the galaxy's exactly. edge sporks uh -huh. um people were taking them and selling them online and finally i guess like about a month ago uh galaxy's edge started to sell the sporks so i will pay the good monies for this giant spoon bowl yeah i promise i won't steal anything even if they don't choose to sell these things to me but i'd rather but just make that money off of me yes just take <laughs> me for everything i'm worth sell me these things i will totally buy them uh, next item that we want to talk about from the Pim Test Kitchen is the not-so-little chicken sandwich. This is a gigantic chicken breast that is served with a regular-sized bun, so it looks ridiculous if you haven't seen the picture of it, but it's just this huge fried chicken breast and this tiny little bun. It makes the bun look like a slider. Uh, served with teriyaki and red chili sauces, pickled cabbage slaw, and crispy potato tots. This looks sort of good, but it's also so much chicken that I'm like, I don't know that I want that. If it was red meat, I would probably do it. But uh, for that much, that's more chicken than I could eat. This is definitely something that shareable. I would buy all of this stuff and take pictures of with. Yeah, <laughs> and it's absolutely shareable because I'm looking at it right now and there's no way I could eat that whole thing. Yeah, no, that that I will also break gluten for this. But my husband, luckily, he still has all this stuff. So like, I feel less bad about having a little bit of stuff I can't really have. Uh, when it's not stuff that I personally bought for myself. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
Now we come to, I think, my favorite item, the one that excites me the most in this entire menu because it includes things that I just absolutely love and it puts them all together. It's the PB Cubed Superb Sandwich. So this is a Pim Particle infused sandwich uh, mixed with peanut butter, banana, bacon, and strawberry jelly. It's served with tots and a banana smoothie shot. Oh my gosh. I love me some peanut butter and jelly. I don't care how old I am. It's still the best sandwich. Yes. I love me some peanut butter jelly so, so much, but you're going to give me <laughs> banana and bacon and a banana smoothie shot to wash it all down. This just sounds like pure heaven to me. I will be that little kid acting like my feet aren't long enough to touch the ground, sitting on a bench, kicking my feet as I'm with a big old stupid smile on my face as I am eating this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. This just sounds like the greatest like culinary creation in the history of the world to me. I am so excited about this. It doesn't even matter that this is in a Marvel land, to be perfectly clear. This sandwich could be offered anywhere, and I would be just as excited about it. They really need to get up on the gluten-free bread game here. Like, <laughs> please, because I, I want this, and I want one of the other ones we're going to talk about soon. So, yeah, no, I, I love PB&J, actually. I stock up on gluten-free bread from sprouts that's like honey oat so it's like the best tasting of the gluten-free bread so i can have pb and j sandwiches so i absolutely 100 percent agree yes this this is the meal <laughs> this is my jam no pun intended for the strawberry jelly like i am so into this this will there's no doubt in my mind that i will of course try everything but this is going to be my go-to at the pim test kitchen as i come out of my dormitory every day so this is this is it for me but there is another item that I am excited to try, and that is the pimini, which mm-hmm. is served by the slice. Or if you've got friends, you can get the whole damn thing, which is two feet long by nine inches wide. So it's an extra large sandwich on toasted ciabatta with salami, rosemary ham, sun-dried, uh, sun-dried tomato mayonnaise, arugula, and marinara dipping sauce. This looks fantastic. I can't wait to try it. It's not as good as the PB cubed. I don't think it's going to be as good as the PB cubed for me, but I still really, really want this. So my, my favorite like home cooked, like, I mean, not home cooked, like, but like homey childhood meal is ham and cheese sandwiches. And this is like a giant Marvel ham and cheese sandwich. And I'm like, I'm here. I'm here for it. I will have it. <laughs> I'm actually allergic to arugula, so I definitely can't have it with that. But from the pictures I've seen, that's just on the side. So right. I will eat this sandwich. <laughs> And they do burn the PimTech logo into the bread, which is also just a super cool touch. And I really like that. There's also a little sheet of paper that has the uh, that they put on the tray that has the Pim logo on it. So that's just paper is going to get thrown away. I think that one's fair game to steal, although it might be grease stained on your Pimini sandwich, but we'll see. Um, so that's it for the food in the Pim Test Kitchen. But now we're going to walk right next door because adjacent to the Pim Test Kitchen is the Pim Tasting Lab. And that's where you're going to get your beverages of alcoholic and non-alcoholic variety and also some little snacks. So there are these different drinks. I didn't really see descriptions of these. There's one called the Experiment. There's another one called the Molecular Meltdown, Honey Buzz, and Particle Fizz. I don't know which of those four are alcoholic versus non-alcoholic, so I'll be looking for more information on that. Um, Then the snacks that I was referring to, they do have snack molecules. So pop sorghum with mini pretzels, honey roasted peanuts served in a Petri dish, because why not? And there are, uh, but I think the beverage that I might be most excited about or second most excited about, because one of them is an Easter egg, (laughs) is the regulator, 
It comes with uh, Patron, Silver Tequila, Lime Juice, Habanero, and Mango Syrup, Woo! Golden Road Mango Cart Wheat Ale, and Mango Popping Pearls. I love the name of this drink because, you know, don't mess with your regulator, but then eventually you have to because that's the world of Ant-Man. So I really like the, uh, I mean, I'm not, I don't always love tequila drinks because I feel like that's a commitment for the rest of the day. Uh, but at the same time, I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to try this one out. Yes. No, I will try all the booze things. That is my favorite part about California Adventure it are all the options, especially when they're themed. And they do such a good job at that, especially at like the Pixar Pier where they have Pixar inspired mm. drinks uh, for their properties. So just if it's themed, if it looks cute, I will have it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's strong, yeah. even better. Even better. Well, I mean, it, it needs to be for as much as you're probably going to pay for these. I mean, I think a regulator is probably going to cost, what, 15 bucks? <laughs> yeah. We don't have prices on this stuff, by the way, but I think I would estimate probably at least 15 bucks, maybe more for something like that. But there are a couple of non-alcoholic options, and one that probably will go perfect with that PB cube sandwich is a, lemon, uh, a lemonade peanut butter punch. So that's going to be one option. But there's also going to be a Pingo Dose Soda which you might remember, for those of you who do remember the forgotten stepchild of the MCU, the Incredible Hulk in 2008, it was Stan Lee who got gamma poisoning from a Pingo <laughs> Dose soda that was bottled or in a bottling that came from a bottling plant where Bruce Banner was, of course, working, bled into the bottle, tried to clean up the mess, didn't get all of it, and Stan Lee poisoned it. So it's a soda that poisoned Stan Lee is basically what, uh, what you're getting there. But I don't even know how this is going to taste. It looks to me like, I don't know, Mountain it Dew or something. It looks like Mountain something. Dew. Yeah, like, and that, so that's probably what it is. I, I don't know. But the photo that they placed there is, it's in a, served in a glass. Is it too much to ask for the bottle? I, I would rather just have the bottle from the actual so movie. But I read that there's going to be a collectible sipper for it that's going to okay. be available. Or you can get it at the Coke Freestyle machine. Okay, well, I will want the collectible sipper. Hopefully it resembles the, the bottle, uh, you know, the bottle from <laughs> yeah. the movie because I'm trying to be movie accurate. That's all I'm trying to do here. Uh, but I'm excited about that. And I can't wait to check out everything at the, uh, the PIM test kitchen and the PIM tasting lab. So of all those, which were you most excited about? I know for me, it's the PB cubed, but for you, it sounds like a close call between the PB cubed and the Pimini. Definitely the Panini, but also I'm excited to break gluten for... The spiral churros. I am very excited about those. So you already know, or many of you have probably already been to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And so near Mission Breakout is where you will find Terran Treats. And they have a couple of sweet options for you, beginning with sweet spiral rations, which are basically spiral-shaped churros. And uh, they are going to have unexpected flavors, although looking at the colors of these in the photo... These should be the flavors that were part of the Superheroes After Dark event last year where they had the Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity Stone churros. Mm -hmm. That's what this looks like to me. And I can't honestly remember what all of those flavors were. I had all six, uh, but I can't tell you for the life of me <laughs> what all of them were. I remember the yellow one tastes like yellow tricks. Like when you got trick cereal, like the whenever you got the yellow one, like that's what the Ooh, yellow churro like banana? Like. No, more like super, super artificial lemony-ish oh, okay. kind of whatever. Cause, or maybe it's just because I'm old. Maybe Trix is banana now. But when I was a kid, your yellow tricks were, were uh, lemon. 
I'm trying to remember. I think the green one was a green apple. The purple one for the power stone. I don't remember what that was intended to be. I just know it was the worst of all of those by far. I did not like that one of all the Infinity mm-hmm. Stone churros last year. The red one was pretty good. I think that was like a cherry flavor. I'm trying to remember what the orange one was. I can't remember what flavor it was. Or I can't remember the blue one either. But those were pretty decent. But the the standout for me was the red one. And the one that I would recommend steering clear of, although your taste may be very different from mine, don't get the purple one. I will not be getting the purple one because if it's if it tastes like what I think it does, that's a hard pass for me. Oh, never again. No. Fool, yeah, fool me once, but not <laughs> twice. I mean, it's the collector's cart, so he definitely will want to fool people. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Any of these that you're any of these in particular that you're excited about? Definitely the yellow one and the orange one. Um, I'm also reading that you will be able to try different ones throughout the year. So they'll oh, switch nice. it up like like Birdie Bots every flavor beans. <laughs> I wonder if there will be some that are like some prank flavors. That would be terrifying. But also I don't think it'd be worth it because like you said, like it, it'll be a hard pass if it tastes bad. And if they're giant, then you're spending a lot of money for a, a surprise right. ick factor. I don't know how in universe I want to get with that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, you can prank somebody else, just not me. Yeah. But I do like the idea of changing out the flavors because if they just go with the six Infinity Stone flavors, people are going to get tired of those anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the idea of changing it up. And I think for this one, I mean, just for the picture, that's probably why they went with the Infinity Stone colors as they've done that before. And obviously it triggers some wonderful Marvel memories for people. Also traumatic Marvel memories for people, yep. but still fun and exciting. But the other treat available at Terran Treats is the Cosmic Cream Orb. And that is an orb-shaped or half orb-shaped uh, cream puff filled with raspberry cheesecake mousse that is purple, just like the Power Stone. So this really does look like, I mean, the exterior of this does look like the orb from Guardians of the Galaxy. And you're eating a raspberry cheesecake mousse power stone. I mean, it looks delicious to me. I'm totally in. I am a hard pass on really fruity raspberry things. Strawberry fan, not a raspberry fan. I will look at it and take pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Visually, I think it looks like one of the coolest items in uh, Avengers Campus. But I like raspberry. I like cheesecake. So I think I'm going to, I'm probably going to enjoy this. But no matter what, I'm going to get it because I just want to actually see it in person, hold it in my hand. Yes. uh, And hold an Infinity Stone. And if actually, if you get two of them and you stack them on top of each other, you can actually create a full spherical orb and then rip it open and have your power stone. So (laughs) that's probably the kind of stupid stuff I'll be doing inside Avengers Campus. So last but not least, if you have the ability to move after eating all of these wonderful things, and if you have any money left after paying for all of these wonderful things, there is going to be merch for you to buy We talked about the spider bots a little earlier in the show. They are going to be made famous by the Spider-Man attraction, but you can actually take one home. As I said before, these were designed by Rodney Fuentebella. They are built to battle. It looks like there's even remote controls based on the photos of some kids playing with them. And if Spider-Man's not your jam or you don't want to be exclusive to Spider-Man, you want to have different options for your spider bots, you can because they will have customizable tactical upgrades for other characters, including Iron Man, Black Panther, and the Wasp. And I, th- I assume there's going to be other Marvel characters as well. I think maybe Black Widow is going to be one of them. Ant-Man is going to be one of them. So basically, the characters that you're going to encounter in Avengers Campus, at some point, you will probably have an option to get a tactical upgrade for a Spider-Bot to reflect that character. And these look really, really cool. 
this is the kind of stuff that I might hate myself for buying because I'm like, this is such an easy thing to make money off of for Disney, <laughs> and I'm totally gonna fall You're for gonna it. You're gonna get one of each of them, huh? Of course. There's no like, it's not even like Spider oh, Family. <laughs> there's not even a decision to be made. It's just an inevitability. Like this is Thanos. Like I am inevitable. <laughs> That's what this is. As soon as I saw the spider bots, because the first at first I saw the one spider bot, and I heard that they were gonna do the tactical upgrades. But I, only, I hadn't seen the photo of the different you know, customization options. So I was like, I'll just get the main spider bot to honor the attraction Avengers Campus. Cool. No problem. No problem. And then I see the other ones and I'm like, damn it. Damn it. I'm totally going to buy them. I might even buy the backpack. And I'm sure the backpack is probably kid size. There's a Spider-Man backpack that has this webbed outside pocket, uh, pocket that is the perfect size to hold your spider bot. So I'm probably going to get that too and an extra spider bot to put in it as part of a display. <laughs> They've got me big time on the spider bots and the uh, backpack to go with it. They, these all look just so freaking cool. I wonder what the uh, the price will be that. So from what I've read, it's not going to be a build experience like the build the droid experience in Galaxy's Edge. These are already like made with the certain upgrades uh, that will be available. Right. Um so I don't know if that will impact the price or if it'll kind of just uh, maybe be more of a like you're buying this droid, this droid, <laughs> this robot for battle. And if it'll be right. more of a like there's stuff that you'll be able to do around the campus with it. That would be more of like the selling point for it versus kind of like the galaxy's yeah. edge. You build it and then that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope that they're more reasonably priced than some of the things inside Galaxy's Edge. I'm definitely not buying a bunch of these if they're 200 bucks a pop or if they're even 100 bucks a pop, then that's going to limit how many I can get. But the ones that I consider absolutely essential just in looking at them right now, of course, the classic Spider-Bot, mm -hmm. uh, but also Ant-Man and the Wasp because these are bug-looking things and those are the bug characters. So I'm going to have to get at least those three. Get the bugs. And then, <laughs> for the and then bugs. everything else <laughs> and will be negotiable. Right. Anything else will be negotiable depending on price. But there's going to be some more cool stuff from the Spider-Man web attraction or related to it, because this is all going to be found, and I should have given you the name of the store, although I don't think you'll miss it inside Avengers Campus. The web supplier store is going to have this stuff. They're also going to have Spider-Man light goggles and web shooters. The light goggles will feature 17 unique expressions based on Spider-Man, and then sold separately, of course, are the web shooters, which uh, cuff around your wrists, and they feature authentic lights and sounds. I don't know what size these are. I'm guessing they're kid size. I'm not that big though, so maybe I'll be able to pull these off. I'm not sure. My my head's humongous, so that's I'm probably the goggles are probably going to be a no go for me. But I hope the web shooters at least fit. But either way, the display looks awesome for the web shooters, so I'm probably going to at least get those to put them on a shelf. Oh, for sure. I mean, I I try to fit in as many children size things as possible. Like, at least, especially when it's made for boys. That boy is extra large. I fit it. <laughs> so, yeah. I, actually re That's awesome. I recently bought like a, a hoodie during Halloween time. They had bat wings. It was a Mickey Mouse hoodie for, for, for boys. And they had a, like bat wings. It was Vampire Mickey. And I was like, I need this in my life. That's awesome. And I proudly wear it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to squeeze my head into these goggles. You're going to watch me try. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. There's going to be some other stuff for kids. There's going to be STEM compound kits. So these are little science kits that kids can use to learn the science behind some of their favorite superheroes so they can create webs like Spider-Man or Gamma Glow Goo inspired by the Hulk. That really doesn't have anything to do with the Hulk, but 
have fun with that. So there's also going to be, of course, youth apparel and costumes and toys of the Spider-Man costume that is exclusive to Avengers Campus. There will also be, speaking of youth apparel, a kid-size Spider-Man costume with that costume that is exclusive to Avengers Campus. And this looks great, Woo. and it makes me jealous of all the kids who grow up now because costumes did not look like that when I was growing up. Otherwise, I would have always been dressed in costume as <laughs> Marvel superheroes. That's just It's probably a good thing that they weren't available when I was a kid. Superhero costumes looked terrible when I was growing up, unless you made your own, and even that still ended up looking pretty bad. But this costume looks pretty cool, and I'm sure a lot of kids are going to be rocking it during uh, Halloween or just rocking it inside Avengers Campus. No, definitely. Uh, one of the cool things I've seen recently that I, I, I feel like they have to do it if you haven't already seen pictures of. So uh, they have Tinkerbell and Maleficent glow wings that are pretty much good for any size person. It, they mm. need to have wasp wings. Like if you haven't already seen pictures, I don't know. I haven't seen everything, but like that has to be a thing. I need my wasp wings. That should wings. be a thing. That should totally be, that should absolutely yes. be a thing. I completely agree with you there. Another bit of merch that you can get, and this is probably going to be totally something that I'll grab. There are going to be Spider-Man and Iron Man Funko Pops inspired by Avengers Campus. So it will be Spider-Man in his Avengers Campus costume, webbing up a spider bot, and then Iron Man in his Mark 80 armor uh, that is exclusive to Avengers Campus. I've actually recently stopped collecting Funko Pops because I was collecting <laughs> a lot of them for the MCU and it was just too many and I just, I had to stop. But I feel like these I could get because I don't expect it to blow up like MCU where there's a new, there's several new MCU movies where there's gonna be like four MCU movies a year, each of them with like 20 different Funko Pops. This feels a little bit more limited and I can just get these couple to uh, to have in my collection, my Tivon collection. So I'm probably going to get these, especially that Spider-Man one. That looks really cool. And the Iron Man one, from what I can see of it, because uh, it's blurred, it's blurry in the background mm -hmm. uh, behind the Spider-Man Funko Pop. But the Spider-Man looks like a must and the Iron Man's probably going to be too. Oh, definitely. I I too have fallen into the whole of all of the Funkos collections and and that one gets tricky for me because I, I spend an extraordinary amount at the parks. I already live there, as I have mentioned. Um, so I, as a Haunted Mansion fan, I've gotten a few of those, uh, although they, they expanded to the point where like there were giant ones. And I was like, no, I have to stop this. This this has to stop. So I try to like make sure to get stuff that's like more practical. Um, mm -hmm. But oof, I can't say no to that Iron Man exclusive that that is something that I, I need. <laughs> I need it. Yeah. I have a mighty need. Yeah, I feel like those are just going to, the Spider-Man and the Iron Man pops from Avengers Campus, those are just coming home. And then also in the web supply store, there's going to be hats, there's going to be drinkware, all of the, and pins and patches, all the things that you would normally expect from a Disney shop. But then there's also going to be the campus supply pod that's going to have more stuff. And that's going to be more Avengers Campus themed merchandise. Yes. So performance fleece hoodies. Mm -hmm t-shirts and i see the family t-shirts and things that they had in one of the photos they posted at marvel.com those look great so totally getting one of those oh yeah and one of those uh one of the things i've seen uh i visited mickey's of glendale recently <laughs> mm. and they have one of those campus hoodies and it turns mm. into a little bag uh, i don't know if uh listeners you've gone to halloween horror nights universe actually had something similar for their last halloween horror nights they had a really cool hoodie 
that you could turn into a little string bag to have on your back. So Sean, if you feel like you won't fit that kid's droid um, spider bot bag, <laughs> you can fit one in that. Oh, nice. I will. Uh, I think I will probably, by probably meaning definitely, I will get that. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, the, the shirts that they have, or what I see in one of the photos looks really great. There's going to be headwear, there's going to be drinkware and other superhero supplies. So really just tons and tons and tons of Avengers themed merchandise. And I am so excited to have all of this. And I don't know if either one of these qualifies because there's supposed to be a bigger Avengers store that was supposed to open alongside the e-ticket attraction and i don't know if one of these has be kind of if one of these kind of emerged from that idea if there's still going to be a bigger store coming um, but the little store that they have coming off of guardians of the galaxy mission breakout it's nice but it's nice because i'm desperate for what little marvel merch i can get in the parks i want more and so i'm happy that there's going to be more of this but they can just keep adding to it and adding to it and adding to it because i'm totally just going to buy it and that's just the way it's going to go I'm excited about all of this and I can't wait to actually step inside these stores, but there's probably going to have to be somebody who can actually pull me back because (laughs) I will want to buy everything. Oh yeah, no, uh, same with, with my family. We're going to go in we already like, and we always justify things by being like, Hey, this is a practical thing. It's a bowl, you know, like stuff like that. It's like, I want a giant spoon bowl. We'll have it on display. We'll put our fruit in there, you know? So it's very easy to like fall down the, uh, that path of, Hey, totally. These are sweats. These are campus sweats. And it looks like I went to web. So. <laughs> right. There's not really a Marvel item that I can't justify that I can't convert from a want into a need and just totally explain it that way, at least so much so that I'll buy it. And that happened. Then, of course, I do buy it. So all of this stuff looks great. But to sum it all up for Avengers Campus, I mean, I'm just so excited to get all of these details and know that we're a few months away from being able to visit the park and actually go inside Avengers Campus and just basically live there as I plan to do. And I'm so pumped up for this because this really takes me back to when Disney bought Marvel in 2009. The MCU was already kind of running. I mean, Iron Man had already come out at that point in time. The Incredible Hulk had already come out. We were already on the path to the Avengers. So when Disney bought Marvel... I wasn't really thinking about it as much in the context of the MCU since the MCU already existed. Now, obviously, being involved with Disney has helped the MCU thrive even more than it already would have anyway. But the big thing that came to my mind when Disney bought Marvel almost 11 years ago was the idea of Marvel in the parks because Mm -hmm. I grew up like you did, Southern California. I grew up going uh, L.A. County, and but always going over to Disneyland and being so excited to go to the parks and growing up loving Disney, but also growing up a huge, huge Marvel superhero nerd. And when Disney bought Marvel, just thinking that means there could be Marvel stuff in the parks, because I always used to be kind of low key jealous of the Star Wars stuff in the parks. And I love <laughs> Star Wars, too. It wasn't anything about that, but superheroes were my number one jam. And so I always thought, man, it'd be so cool to be able to get superhero stuff. And you could get some of that at Universal and other theme parks. But when Disney bought Marvel, it's like, okay, now it's going to be for real. uh, And Marvel can come into the parks in a big way. And it's really been a fairly slow process because there was more focus on, of course, getting Galaxy's Edge going. But there was obviously Mission Breakout. So I'm not uh, certainly not complaining. But it has been a slow process of getting Marvel into the parks. And now they get their own section and it's come it's arriving this summer in a big big way with lots of things to be excited about and lots of things to spend lots of money on 
Uh, I'm so happy about this. This is the dream yes. come true that, that I really started thinking about uh, more specifically once uh, Disney bought Marvel in, back in uh, August of 2009 when we found out about that. No, for sure. Um, I'm a big theme park enthusiast. So uh, growing up, going to Disney has always been like, you know, that's my way of taking in the magic of like the Disney fairy tales or even just sort of like the IPs that exist within it, like Haunted Mansion. and then. You know, I think the game changer truly was the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. You know, no matter how Mm. many times you go, you go in there to experience the magic and you come back. uh, You're able to bring a part of that experience with you, whether it's robes or a wand or they have their own Hogwarts alumni line that I have a bunch of things from. (laughs) And, you know, then they continued that. uh, I mean, not they, but I mean, Disney then kind of brought up their whole version of that with star wars and galaxy's edge and that's been a joy to see kind of like grow and, and test those grounds I'm, I'm thankful that at least with the avengers campus it's not married to like any point in time so they can definitely do more within the marvel universe even though it's not inside the marvel cinematic universe and just like just the things that we can go and experience with our loved ones and just even just with our inner child <laughs> And kind of like feel free. I really hope that it won't be like uh, the Jedi Training Academy where we won't be able to participate. I mean, but obviously nothing's going to stop me and Sean from being in the background, just kind of like doing all the different hand signals. Oh, totally. <laughs> Though we won't be able to be a part of the actual show. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm going to learn sorcery one yes, way or another. Yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no stopping just me. I'll entire just row of in adults background. in the back, just like doing it along <laughs> with the children. <laughs> Yep, yep, pretty much. Uh, and uh, being very, being awkwardly competitive about it, too. <laughs> and just making sure that I'm outshining every small child that is there learning the mystic arts. I'm going to be there. I'm trying to be the best student, even though I'm not in the class. Uh, that will absolutely be my goal. But no, this is all just going to be the coolest thing and uh, something that I've wanted for pretty much my whole life, but then more specifically the last 11 years since it felt like it was actually going to be possible. And now, uh, we're going to realize that possibility and actually see it and live in it uh, starting this summer. And so I am just so over the moon with excitement about Avengers Campus. Cannot wait for July 18th. We'll so be there. <laughs> I will be there. If you're there and you see me, come say hi, yes. <laughs> learn sorcery in the background, uh, like just say hello, whatever. Um, but uh, And then we'll go get a pretzel or share a pimini at the uh, Pim Test Kitchen. But it's going to be an absolute blast. I cannot wait. Of course, we'll try to keep you up to date on any details as we get them, if there's going to be reservation systems or whatever, uh, to let you know, because I don't mind if they do reservations, just as long as I get the first slot on the first day, that's going to be critical. Yeah. I've got to be among the first I inside Avengers Campus. I hope it's not going to be like a Rise of the Resistance thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's probably going to be pretty... It's going to be pretty crazy, but for Marvel, I show up for that stuff. I put up with the Hall H line every year, so I'll just treat it like that and camp out for as many days as they'll let me wherever I'm the city, wherever Disney or the city of Anaheim will allow me to camp out. Whatever I have to do to start (laughs) the unofficial line that I will beg everyone else to respect and won't work, I'll just do whatever I got to do, but cannot wait to go to Avengers Campus. But Sabina, thank you so much for joining me on this episode to talk about all of this stuff and just geek out over all of this stuff. 
Uh, let everybody know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Sabina has no R. I'm a writer at comingsoon.net. I cover the Marvel Cinematic Universe for them oftentimes. And uh, as far as theme park stuff goes, you can find my theme park column at vitalthrills.com. Perfect. So make sure you check out Sabina in all of those spots. And then you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Sean Gerber, Sean spelled S-E-A-N. And then you can also follow the show at Marvel Studios News on Instagram, at Marvel Newscast on Twitter, Facebook at Marvel Studios News, and the website MarvelStudiosNews.com. So for Sabina, I'm Sean. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. 